morning. As he stands up here, y'all uh, y'all keep a prayer going for him as he stands and brings the word. And, and I know this won't bother Brother Haley one bit, but at any time during this service, if anybody feels the need that they need to come to this altar and pray, you come and pray. I know you won't bother Brother Haley. So without anything else being said, I'm going to turn the service over to Brother Haley. And uh, y'all pray for this brother. I'd like to thank the Lord for this privilege that y'all have given me. You know, uh, Brother Casey called me here a few weeks ago and asked me would I be willing to, to fill in for him. And uh, I said, yes, I'd be thankful to have the opportunity to, to stand for my Lord once again. Uh, I do ask you for your prayers this morning. It's been, a, I guess, this Sunday makes a month since the last time I've stood to, to preach the Lord's Word. Uh, you know, uh, giving up New Harmony was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. But uh, when the Lord says move, we have to move. Brothers and sisters, that goes for every one of us. That ain't just for the preachers. It ain't just for the deacons. But it goes for all of His children. When He says do something... We are obligated. If we don't do it, we can expect punishment. We can expect uh, the Lord to get our attention. And uh, I do, I ask you to pray for New Harmony. You know, be, just because I'm not their pastor anymore doesn't mean that I don't love them with all my heart. I told the church whenever they elected me, I said, I hope that the Lord will let me die here. See, I was uh, a member down there. 37, 38 years ago, uh, the Lord actually called me to preach down there uh, whenever I was between 18, 19 years old, and I ran from the call for 23 years. Uh, it's just it's funny how the Lord brings everything full circle and brought it back, uh, brought me back down there. But ne neither, uh, nevertheless, God said my time was done. Uh, Y'all pray for me that wherever God sends me, I'll be willing to go, that I'll be willing to, to preach His Word to anyone and everyone that will listen. Uh, I do want to thank each and every one of you for the singing this morning. It was beautiful. Every, every bit of it was beautiful, but uh, the congregation singing, sitting up here, I wish each one of you could sit up here and just see how everybody's voices harmonize together. It was beautiful. You know, a lot of times you've got one whose voice is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but a whole lot higher than everybody else. But this morning, the singing was beautiful. And I thank the sisters for feeling at home enough. Like somebody said, Brother Buddy, I believe you're the one said that they felt at home enough to follow the Lord. Now, if you've got your Bibles this morning, I ask you to turn to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, ever since the, uh, Brother Casey called and, and uh, uh, told me, Gave me this appointment. The Lord has had these verses on my heart. I've, uh, I've tried going here and I've tried going there. I've tried to uh, add more to it. I've tried to take away. Uh, but I've just got to follow the Lord this morning. 
and uh, bring forth a simple message. You know, for the ones of you that don't know me, I'm just a country boy. Uh, you're not going to hear anything spectacular come out of my mouth. Uh, I just plain and simple try to bring it in the very best way that I know how. And that I'll, I'll share a little with you. That is just get myself out of the way and let the Lord take over. Uh, because, uh, you know, this carnal, the Bible says, carnal-minded man is the enmity against God. If I do it just carnally the way that I think, I'm going to make a mess. You're not going to get anything out of, out of it. Uh, but if I'll just step out of the way and let the Lord direct my path, uh, let Him uh, uh, bring forth the words that He once brought forth, uh, it'll all work out just exactly the way that He'd have it to. Uh, but uh, starting with the first verse of the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries, and, and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endure all things, Charity never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, know I, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, and charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Uh, you know, I walked in this morning, the brother was... Uh, uh, teaching Sunday school, and it didn't take but just a second, and the Lord uh, I just put it all together. You know, like I said, I was wanting something uh, a little different. I was wanting uh, uh, to preach to the lost or to do this or do that, uh, but the Lord just, uh, He laid this on me, and I've, I, I've been stuck on this uh, the whole time. And like I said, when I walked in this morning, uh, the brother sitting up here uh, uh, bringing the Sunday school lesson, it just, the Lord said, see there? I know what I'm doing. It all ties together. You just let me take control. You let me do the leading and you do the following and it'll all work out just fine. But let's start up here in the first verse. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. You know, I want us to understand what that word charity is. I believe that is love. I believe that is a talking 100% about love here. Uh, you know how important is love in God's house? 
How important is it uh, to be able to show God's love uh, to a lost and dying world? How important is it uh, uh, to be able to show God's love uh, to a weak member or to a strong member, uh, to somebody that is hurting uh, or somebody that is uh, on top of the world? Uh, uh, Brothers and sisters, I'm afraid uh, that in God's house we have forgotten uh, uh, just how important uh, uh, the love is. Uh, uh, We have to love one another. Uh, You know, here in this first verse, it's saying, though I can do this, though I can do that, you know, without love, it ain't going to profit anything. It's not going to to accomplish anything. You know, I don't know about you, but uh, this sounding brass or tinkling cymbal, that's just racket. Brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but racket gets up on my nerves. Uh, You know, somebody that uh, it seems like all they want to do is hear their self-talk well, that don't do no good. It ain't going to help nothing. But if you let the Lord lead you and let the Lord give you the things to say, it will all work out just fine. You know, there's too much racket. And I'm not trying to tell one of God's people not to testify. I believe when the Spirit leads, you need to be willing to stand to your feet and to holler it out at the top of your voice. You know, and I also believe, and I know this is a little bit contrary contrary to some people uh, you know if you believe different on this you've got your right uh, but I believe the Bible says let the redeemed of the Lord say so I don't think you have to be impressed uh, just to say thank you uh, thank you Lord for saving my soul uh, thank you for your goodness and for your mercy and for your grace uh, uh, you know uh, 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 too many times we uh, I don't uh, maybe I shouldn't say we I don't know you I don't know your practices. I don't know uh, just exactly uh, how you follow the Lord. Uh, But I'll say me. I'll say too many times uh, uh, the devil will jump in my way and I'll think, uh, uh, well, they've already heard my testimony. Uh, I've already asked prayer. Uh, You know, but God would be knocking at my heart. Uh, Brothers and sisters, uh, uh, you know, when the Lord saved our soul, He put something inside of us, did He not? He placed His Spirit inside of us uh, to let us to know uh, 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 when we're supposed to do, uh, what we're supposed to do. He's put it in there to lead us and to guide us and direct us. Uh, The Bible says that His people know His voice. Uh, Brothers and sisters, if you've been saved by the grace of God, I believe you know the voice of the Lord. Uh, You know whenever He leads. You know when He directs. So let us follow after Him. Let us be willing uh, to do the things that He would have us to do. Here in the second verse it says, And though I have gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith uh, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Uh, did you catch that? Did you, uh, did you really, really let that sink in here? Uh, you know, uh, uh, we're talking about understanding all mysteries, uh, uh, having all this knowledge and all. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the smartest person, uh, uh, the person that knows this book uh, the very best. I look right over here and I see a brother that I have all the respect for in the world. I've heard him teach time and time again at Old Union's Minister School. Uh, the brother has a ton of knowledge. But I'll tell you this, and I believe you could ask Brother Curtis, the true knowledge, the true understanding is knowing when the Lord wants it brought out. You know, uh, uh, the brother teaching uh, uh, in Sunday school today, uh, he said uh, uh, the Bible has not told us 
to not speak up, but to know what we're speaking, uh, to wait upon the Lord, to follow the Lord. Uh, You know here, uh, though you have all of this, uh, though the Lord has given you understanding of His Word, if we don't show the love of God, what's going to happen? If we don't show God's love, what's going to happen? Our churches are going to dwindle. You know, there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything, to say everything, to approach someone. You know, if we go out of malice, if we go thinking that we're a little better than somebody else, what are we going to do? We're just going to run them away, are we not? That's what we're going to do. We're going to run them off. Uh, Brothers and sisters, it's my desire. I don't care how much money a person has. I don't care what kind of clothes they wear. I don't care what the color of their skin is. Everyone needs to hear uh, this gospel. Everyone needs to hear about this Jesus uh, that was hung upon a cross, uh, that died uh, so that we could uh, escape that place called hell. How are we going to show them that? How are we going to have the opportunity uh, to let them know we're going to have to do it through and by love? Love uh, is something that is missing today. And if if His church is uh, 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 blessed over and abundantly, you just pray that God will put it back on me. Uh, But I'll tell you, I believe that when the Lord uh, gives uh, uh, one of His preachers a message, uh, there's someone out there that needs to hear it. Uh, There's people out there. Uh, You say, uh, well, preacher, you shouldn't come up here and try to scold us. Uh, You go back to where you came from. Uh, Well, I'll tell you, I'm not here uh, to try to scold anybody. I'm just here to try to bring forth uh, what God has placed upon my heart and bring forth the understanding of His Word uh, that He's given me. My understanding is not as great, and I'll just be honest with you, it's not as great as a Brother Billy Moran, or, or uh, uh, it's not as great as Brother Lovehall's, uh, uh, you know, but I had to use what God has given me. Uh, the Lord called me to carry His Word, and if I sit back and I don't bring forth uh, just exactly what God tells me to, who's hurt? Who have I hurt? I've hurt us all. I'm going to take my blame I'm going to answer for it, uh, but you're not going to hear what God wants you to hear this morning. And I asked us, I beg each and every one of us to take uh, God's Word, take it to heart. Uh, you know, whenever we leave here today, uh, to take it home with us and just uh, 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 ask God, am I showing your love? Am I showing it the way that I need to show it? Or am I being judgmental? Am I looking down my nose at somebody because they're not on this level that I'm on? Well, brothers and sisters, you didn't get on that level overnight, did you? Brother Don Curtis, he didn't get all the knowledge that he has overnight. It took years and years and years of faithfulness, of studying, of praying, of following God. So let us understand, it's not just the preachers, it's all of us. We all must be faithful. We all must study. We all must follow. We all must show God's love. Because if we don't, this world... Brothers and sisters, I don't know if you understand this or if you think of it this way, but we're the only hope that this world has. 
Uh, there's a millions of different religions out there uh, that is teaching. Uh, uh, you just come up the aisle and shake the preacher's hand. Uh, you just come up the aisle and you recite this prayer. Uh, you just come up here and confess your faults to me. Uh, well, brothers and sisters, there's not a one of us in here uh, that, uh, that I can confess my faults to or you can confess your faults to. Uh, we have to take our problems to the Master. Uh, Jesus is the one that we do our confessing to this world needs to know about Jesus. This world needs to know about Jesus. And if we're too busy uh, judging, if we're too busy uh, standing up on a high horse, looking down our noses at somebody else, we're not going to win them. We're not going to win them. Don't know where all of that come, but you just it was free, you take it. Uh, we're going to move on to the third verse. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Uh, you know, we think about somebody uh, that, uh, that tries to help somebody, somebody that's willing to take out of their pocket and give to somebody that's in need. Uh, we think of that as something awesome, do we not? And it is something good. I thank God. Uh, you know, Christmas of 1999, uh, my house, uh, mine and my wife's house burnt to the ground. It, <coughs> everything that we had besides the clothes on our back was burnt up. It was gone. And there was people, there was churches, there was people uh, that came in. That was the very best Christmas as far as gifts and stuff that my children ever had. You know, uh, friends and neighbors, uh, uh, people came in and supplied the gift. Uh, you know, here, this book, it's talking about, uh, though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. I want us to understand something. When we do something like that, Brother Buddy, i got a question for you. If you had a friend or you had somebody that you knew that was struggling and you took out of your cabinet, out of your pantry, you took food over there, you went to the Walmart or to the IGA and you bought stuff and took it over there to them and gave it to them, and then you ran back to church. Hey, everybody, guess what I did? Would that be any count? Brothers and sisters, that'd be trying to lift ourselves up. Uh, that would be trying to, uh, to get somebody to think of something that we're something. Uh, you know, here, uh, uh, the Bible says, though I, I do all of this, though I give the stuff, I have to do everything in the right way, in the proper way, uh, in the loving way. If we do anything <coughs> without love, I want us to understand we're doing it wrong. Here in the first verse it says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself is not puffed up. You know, I don't know about this sister church, but you know a lot of places, uh, a, lot of, a lot of our churches today, they want to think, well, we're doing good and everybody else is doing bad. Uh, we're just a little better than everybody else. I want us to understand something. If a church has got three members or if a church has got 300 members, if God is in that church, if God is the one that uh, set that church up, uh, the one with three is just as important as the one with 300. Uh, the one uh, uh, that's got three can pray and talk to God. A lost individual can uh, uh, get saved <coughs> there just as quickly as he can in a big church. Brothers and sisters, let us all understand the main thing, the most important thing is 
of this love that I'm talking about. Uh, the charity that I'm talking about. Oh, let us uh, uh, get a hold of that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the brother said just a few moments ago uh, that the Lord is coming back. Hey, you know, the Bible, it tells us He is coming back. Uh, this old world is just about gone. Uh, it's just about over with. The Lord's going uh, to tell His Son, go back and get my children. Uh, do you want everyone to go with you? Do we want uh, the little kids down the street uh, the little kid uh, uh, that may be over here that doesn't have much to eat. Uh, the little kid that uh, they don't have the nicest clothes. Uh, I, like I said just a few moments ago, I want everyone uh, to be saved. I want everyone uh, to be able uh, to stand, uh, uh, to walk on those streets of gold. Uh, I want everybody that, uh, uh, you know, uh, you said just a few moments ago, brother, uh, he's going to prepare a place for us, my place was repaired, uh, you know, and I hit will it begin when the Lord wrote my name down in the Lamb's book of life. And when I was a nine-year-old boy and the Lord spoke peace to my soul, He wrote my name down in my place. Uh, in my, uh, uh, I, I appreciate the way Brother Buddy said this. We look, we think <coughs> of mansions being something Big and spectacular. Uh, you know, just being uh, 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 the, the most uh, ritziest place around. I'll tell you, uh, just a little cabin off in the corner of Glory Land is going to outweigh, it's going to be more beautiful than any place you've ever seen on this earth. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a place uh, uh, that God has prepared for us and the only way that this world is going to get there is by hearing about Jesus. The only way that we're going to have the opportunity to tell someone about Jesus is if we do it in love. If we do it the way that God leads, the way that God directs. Here in the fifth verse it says, Does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Uh, that's one of the parts that uh, whenever I walked in, and uh, uh, the brother was teaching Sunday school, uh, that, that fell right dead in line. Uh, the ones of you that was here, uh, that got to hear it, uh, you tell me uh, that God wasn't already planning this out. I didn't know what the brother was going to be uh, teaching in Sunday school. I didn't know what the lesson was going to be about. Uh, but you know, uh, let's read this again. Does not behave itself unseemly. Have we been guilty of that? Brothers and sisters, I'll tell you, I'll stand up here in front of you and tell you that I have been guilty of it. I have behaved myself in a way that I shouldn't have. I have a, 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 another thing the brother was talking about. You hear just a little bitty piece and you automatically get judgments. You automatically say, well, they're wrong or this is wrong or that's wrong. I'll tell you something that happened to me about three weeks ago. I'm not going to name the preacher or anything, but I was listening to a sermon up on a, a Facebook. I tuned in and he was about halfway in his message. He said something that I didn't agree with at all. I'm just going to be honest. You can ask my wife. She's heard it too. And we talked and I said, surely to goodness that ain't what he meant. I went back to the front of the message. You know what I did? I got it all out of context. 
I heard about this much, and I jumped up and said, oh, well, that preacher needs to be stoned. I didn't say that, but that's basically what I thought. I'm honest, church. That is not right. But whenever you go back and you listen to it all the way through, you get it in context, and the brother didn't say a thing in the world out of the way. You know, too many times we hear just a little bit, we see just a little bit, and we jump headlong. Is that showing love? I'm not telling us that we don't need to hold ourselves, to hold the church, to hold our brothers and sisters accountable. I'm not trying to say that at all. Uh, but I'm saying everything that we do needs to be done in love. Here are the six verses. It says, Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. You know, when I was studying that, uh, the Lord just sort of brought something to me. It may not make a, a bit of sense to you. Then again, it may. just. I guess it depends if you're as country as I am. Uh, how many times have we had a friend or whatever, or we've done it ourselves? Let's just put it that way. Uh, know somebody's hurting. Know somebody is struggling, and we take advantage of them. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there used to be a good buddy of mine. He was a good friend. He was several years older than I, uh, than I was. We worked together at the plant. Oh, he'd, uh, somebody was going through a hard time. Oh, they would have a gun or they'd have a truck, they'd have something they was trying to sell, uh, you know, just to be able to make it through to the next paycheck, to make it till uh, the next, uh, uh, next, next uh, uh, money that they had coming in so they'd be on their feet. And he would Jew, he would find out, you know, if, uh, if they only liked $25 uh, having their house rent that week, He'd offer them $30 for a something that was worth $200. And then he would come back and price that to anybody and everybody else. And I've seen this happen time and time again. So don't think that I'm trying to, uh, uh, to make something up. He'd price it for the value that it was worth. He'd wind up selling it for $150 when he gave $30 for it and then run around and brag about it. Uh, you know, here, this rejoiceth not in iniquity. Uh, brothers and sisters, uh, we need to rejoice. We need to be happy. Uh, we need to praise God in truth, uh, not in uh, uh, something that is wrong, not in something uh, that, uh, uh, that should have uh, happened to start with. <coughs> but rejoiceth not in iniquity. Sin is wrong all the time. Sin is wrong. It doesn't matter if the preacher's doing it, if the deacon's doing it, the song leader's doing it, the piano player's doing it, or the little lady that just walked in uh, for the very first time. Sin is sin, and God doesn't like it. It is wrong. And we cannot rejoice in things that are wrong, but we rejoice in the truth. Uh, beareth all things, uh, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endure all things. Uh, you know, that's something that I've seen uh, in the old time church too many times. Uh, you know, somebody uh, make a little bit of a mistake and we just cast them off. Uh, we don't care. Uh, well, whenever they get themselves straightened out, uh, they'll come back and we'll, uh, uh, we'll accept them. Uh, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, uh, maybe they would get straightened out a whole lot quicker if we would just go to them, uh, show them love and help them. Uh, help them. Uh, uh, you know, uh, every one of us, it doesn't 
doesn't matter uh, what our bank account is. It doesn't matter uh, what our uh, statue is uh, in the community. Uh, there's a time uh, that we have all needed help. <clears throat> we need to get back to the place that we realize somebody's helped us at one time. It's our responsibility to help somebody else. Uh, you know, something that, uh, uh, and I know this is going all over the place, and I'll, I'll try to get done just as quickly as I can, uh, but you know, uh, uh, there was a time uh, that God's people, if a lost individual came upon the altar, uh, you'd see these altars full, would you not? Uh, there'd be people up here, uh, you may not even know who they were, they may have just walked in off the street. Uh, you know, and the Spirit of God got a hold of them. And you would see people uh, come up and pray for them. Uh, you'd see people uh, uh, call out to an Almighty God, do anything and everything. If the Lord put a song upon somebody's heart, uh, uh, they would jump up and start singing the song. Uh, if He gave them a testimony, uh, they were willing to do that. And brothers and sisters, that was done for us, was it not? That was done for us. We need to do the same thing. For these young ones, these ones that are coming on today, uh, you know, there's so many things that are dying out that used to be, used to happen. You know, something uh, that whenever I first started going to church, you used to hear people say, Amen, a whole lot, did you not, brother? You used to hear somebody, if they agreed, him come from the back of the house, over here, over there. Uh, you'd hear people say amen. You'd hear people uh, that would agree and didn't, uh, wasn't ashamed to let it be known that they agreed. Now, you're lucky if you get an amen. Brothers and sisters, the Bible teaches us, uh, seek and ask for the old path. And to walk therein. I know that's paraphrasing. I could turn over to it, but I'm trying. I'm trying to finish up uh, <coughs> those old paths. They were good enough for our forefathers. They was good enough for our grandparents. They were good enough for our moms and dads. They may have had a rough time. They uh, they may not have had a whole lot of money in the bank whenever they passed away. Uh, but the Lord saw them through. They always had food to eat. Uh, they always, they may not have been the best clothes, but they always had something on their back. God blessed it back then, and if we would go back to it, He would still bless it today. He's still the same God. You know, one thing the Bible teaches us, I, the Lord, I change not. Brothers and sisters, if we don't see things happening the way that they used to happen, if we don't see our loss getting under conviction and getting saved the way they used to, whose fault is it? Brothers and sisters, we can't blame it on our Lord. We've got to blame it on ourselves. And I'm afraid that a part of it, and a big part of it, is this charity, this love. We're not displaying it. We're not showing it the way that we need to. Charity never faileth. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall cease. Where there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Brothers and sisters, another thing the brother said this morning during a Sunday school. Like I said, and I did, I done, I done studied this, uh, but the Lord just whenever He was bringing it out, and I thank you, I thank you for following the Lord and bringing forth the lesson. Uh, but you know, uh, 
we have to know what to do and when to do it and how to do it. Brothers and sisters, I've seen too many times, and I've seen this in the old-time church, too many times the person would use the truth. I've seen preachers stand up behind the pulpit and use the truth to try to uh, tear lashes in people's backside. Brothers and sisters, if it ain't brought in love, it don't need to be brought. I'm not saying that it ain't going to be a rough message. I'm not saying that Brother Casey's not going to stand up here next Sunday morning and uh, uh, bring a message that just stomps all over our toes, uh, or, or your toes if you're here. Uh, but I am saying, if it's uh, uh, brought by, through and by love, uh, God leading it, we need to listen to it. One more thing on that. We can listen to it, can't we? I'm going to tell you how I listen a whole lot of times. Maybe all of y'all are a whole lot better people than I am. But I listen, it goes in this ear, and boom, she's right out that ear. Any of you ever been like that? The preacher bring the truth, uh, you hear it, uh, you know it stirs you up a little bit, uh, but the first thing you do as soon as you walk out of here, oh, that preacher wasn't doing nothing but meddling. He heard a, a sister so-and-so say something about brother so-and-so, so he decided to say uh, the same thing. That's happened to me before too. Years ago, uh, Preacher got up. There was, a, there was a, uh, a situation that happened Sunday afternoon. A little bit of a disagreement between me and another individual. Got to church that night. I got there early. You got to realize that, that uh, the, a lot of the members of that church back then would get to church about an hour ahead of time. They'd fellowship. They'd talk. They would do all of that kind of stuff before church ever even started. I knew that, so I got there before any of the rest of them did so I could make sure that nobody went to the pastor and told him what was said. <clears throat> Preacher got up and preached exactly what we was talking about. Do you believe me? I, I promise it's the truth. You can ask my wife. I got madder than an old wet hen at that preacher. Like I said, I'm honest. I got mad at him, uh, but uh, after service, started on the way home, the Lord said, he just spoke to me. Don't you think that I'm big enough to let the preacher know what to bring? I was running for my call to preach at the time. Uh, don't you think? He also brought to me, son, you got there before everybody else did. How do you think they got a hold of the preacher to tell him what was going on? Uh, needless to say, I had to call that preacher that night and uh, humbly apologize to him. He didn't know what was going on. Uh, I'm just, I said all of that to say this. Listen to the Lord. Follow the Lord. Do things His way. And it will always be right. If we do things my way. If we do things your way. And it's not God's way. Guess what? It's wrong. There's right and there's wrong. There ain't a whole lot of gray area in the middle where we can uh, do any good. We're either listening to the Spirit of God and we're following the Spirit of God. And I believe the Spirit of God. You know, I, I, I've read about Jesus so many a times in here. Uh, I know one time he got uh, upset. He ran him out. <clears throat> but most of the time, about 99% of the time, he had to be firm. 
but he's still done it with love. You know, uh, think about this for just a second, and then I'll finish. I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to end it on this. Those Roman soldiers and all that was nailing his hands and his feet to the cross, the ones that uh, uh, stuck the spear in his side, uh, the ones that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, took that old, cro- old crown of thorns and, and uh, jerked it down upon his head, I don't think they just laid it up there, you know, just so it would be pretty. I believe they took it and they pulled it in. Those thorns was going into his skull, into the skin. What did he say? Father, forgive them. Brothers and sisters, I don't know what all you've done in your lifetime. I don't know what you did before you got saved. But ain't you thankful that he said, Father, forgive him. That's the one that I gave my life for. That's the one that I shed every drop of blood for. Can we not forgive also? I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thank you for the privilege of being able to come and stand in your, behind your sacred desk. I've never I took it lightly when a church would let me come and stand and try to bring forth what God put upon my heart. It's been an honor to stand here. You know, my wife asked me on the way up here, uh, you nervous? I was here probably between 9 and 10 years ago. Uh, Brother Miller was the pastor, and uh, uh, I was so nervous I didn't know my name. Let's just be honest about it. I hadn't been preaching too awful long. Uh, I told her, I said, no, not as bad as I was the last time. Now, I'm still nervous every time I stand behind the sacred desk. I'm scared. I know my weaknesses. I know that I can say something that is wrong, and I'd rather the Lord give me luck, y'all, than to say something that would hurt someone. But this morning, I guess if you want to boil it all down, love. Love, brothers and sisters. Love one another. Love a lost and dying world. Love your church. Support your pastor. I love you, pastor. Uh, we was, we've been friends for a pretty good little while now. We've worked together. He's come and helped us in New Harmony a couple of different times. I love him. And I ask you to support him. God bless you. Brother, I'll turn it back over to you.